Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday, Zos Chanukah. Today is the final day of Chanukah. Chag Urim Sameach. Happy Chanukah. Freilich and Chanukah. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Ha <laughs> ha! 
sin vi alla porkom, vi alla gevuro. Alla gevuro, vi alla tisuo, vi alla nislao. children with things that they like didn't die light one candle for the pain they endured when the right to exist was denied light one candle for the terrible sacrifice justice and freedom demand but light one candle for the wisdom to know when the peacemakers time is at hand Don't let the light go out, let it shine through. 
candle for the strength that we need to never become our own foe. Light one candle for those who are suffering pain we learned so long ago. Light one candle for all we believe in that anger not tear us apart. And light one candle to bind us together with peace as the song in our heart. Don't let the light go out. It's lasted for so Cause. So they followed the Greeks for a couple of weeks to figure out their flaws. Well, they had a plan for Jerusalem, though the odds were not on their side. But they never, ever gave up. No, never give up. From making the lantern light shine, never give up. You gotta keep on trying, keep on trying, cause you never ever give up. There wasn't no way they were gonna find a jar that wasn't smashed. There could be no flask that was still intact. They're among the smoke and ash. Then one man announced that he'd found an ounce of that precious lantern oil. For you see, he never ever gave up. From making the lantern light shine, never give up. Cause there's always another way. No, never give up. Yeah, you gotta keep on trying. Keep on trying, cause you never ever give up. I'll be your mess next. I'll be your bright light. Just won't see defeat. It keeps our little hopping flame dancing to the beat. It's that last drop of oil. We're taking to the streets and we'll blow smoke in the face of darkness. Set fires to burn up the night. Tell Harry, tell all your stories. Be a miracle of light. Blow smoke in the face of darkness. Set fires to burn up the night. Tell Harry, tell all your stories. 
life and its fun go on and on we tend to be a little blind between you the sky the earth and me something crucial has escaped our minds I'll never understand the day
He included a whole bunch of great classics, including that one in his medley. Shulam Lemmer with the Hanukkah medley featuring the Shia Collar Band here at JM in the AM on this Zos Hanukkah, final day of Hanukkah 5783, Tufshin Pei Gimel. Maishi Tischler with Achdus. You heard Man to Man. That's Gershon Veroba from the re-release of his 40-year-old incredible LP. Uh, if you haven't, if you're if you're new to this, if you haven't heard this album because you're way too young, or uh, you know, it's coming back into uh, into your um, playlist, so to speak. Make sure to get it. It's Gershon Veroba, Man to Man, and it's amazing. Lyrical Miracle Medley and the Tanz the Night Away, both done by Benny Friedman in honor of Hanukkah. Yaakov Shweki's Aish Masecha Hashem, uh, our Monday morning theme song for Mayor Sherman, and of course Regesh Modani opening. Excuse me, opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday. That's right. It's a Monday morning on this 26th day of December. Uh, it is the uh, second day in the month of Teves, the year 5783, Tavshin Pei Gimel. It's the 8th day of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Chagurim Sameach Afrelech and Hanukkah to everybody. Tomorrow's a travel day. In fact, you might uh, pick up that, that vibe from tomorrow morning's JM in the AM. Uh, it's a travel day, and then uh, Wednesday, Mayor Fertig will be on, and um, and I will be speaking to him from Israel. And then Thursday and Friday, please God, if everything works out technically, I'll be doing the end of our year-end campaign from Yerushalayim on Thursday and Friday this week. So today is a travel day, and uh, and uh, well, what can I say? <laughs> It is a travel day, and we will uh, act accordingly. Leaving uh, New York right after JM and the AM, and um, again, tomorrow will be this, uh, how do I put it? How do I put it? I'm not sure how to put it. Tomorrow will be like this, you know, combination. That's a good idea. Combination of different things to present JM and the AM, and then we'll get back into a uh, what I believe will be a regular routine. Anyway, that's the story, and thanks for joining us. If you haven't joined our year-end campaign yet, I want to thank those who have been recent contributors, those who have been donating, those who continue to support our efforts here at the JM and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. We had some great donations over the weekend, and with four days, a little bit over four days remaining, we are just under $32,000. Thank you to Zena Steinberg. Thank you to the ARFs, Dina and Eddie. Thank you to uh, Michael Srulowitz. Thank you to uh, Jonathan and Susan Bernstein. Thank you to Ira Gluckman. Thank you to Robbie and Mrs. Arya Sokolov. Uh, thank you to everybody who's responded to our year-end campaign. It ends uh, this coming Friday. We'd like it to be as uh, successful as possible so that everybody out there can continue to enjoy all of the great um, music, news, information, entertainment, community tidbits, Calendaric Trivia. I was thinking of Calendaric Trivia because someone sent me a list of some amazing Hanukkah calendar trivia questions. And I was um, 
<laughs> I, I so badly wanted to read them on the air this morning. I just I don't have it in front of me, but I I'll see if I can dig them up. Um, but some of them would be would lead to so many amazing and incredible conversations with Rabbi Heber, Rabbi David Heber, um, and it would probably take up the entire show. That's probably what would end up happening. So might actually be better that we don't have those Hanukkah trivia questions in front of us. And um, again, if I come across them, I will I will um, mention some of them on the air. Um, so I hope your Shabbos Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh was spectacular and your Sunday Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh was spectacular. We, we always hope that everyone has the opportunity to spend time with family and to enjoy all the time together during days like this. Today we still say Alanisim, we still say full Hallel, we still will say uh, uh, Mizmar Shir, and what am I forgetting? What am I forgetting for a Hanukkah morning? Special Torah reading for Hanukkah, especially today. Today is Zos Hanukkah. Today is really a special Torah reading. It's a very long Torah reading for a weekday, and uh, it really sums up, or I should say wraps up, the entire story of the uh, dedication of the Mishkan on this Zos Hanukkah morning. So if you haven't been to Shul yet, I hope you'll be on your way soon, and we'll enjoy this morning's special davening, and that'll be it as uh, after Mincha, Hanukkah will come to an end. And um, I hope you'll look back on this holiday with uh, tremendous memories and a uh, a wonderful um, a wonderful perspective on just how special this holiday is and always can be. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world of web at NachumSigl.com and the NachumSigl Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Galli, it's on the background. There are news from Israel coming up. See what else we could fit into this amazing show this morning. By the way... We'll get a chance to speak to President Alan Kadish of the uh, of Turo University. That'll be coming up. Looking forward to that in the 7 o'clock hour. 8 o'clock hour of Judah. Rav Judah Michelle, Executive Director of Camp Hask. We get to hear what's happening on January the 8th. We alluded to this with uh, Larry and Ronnie last week. And we get a chance to talk about the 8th of January. Uh, yet another sold out. If it's not sold out yet, it will be very, very soon. Sold out Hass concert. Talk about that at the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Boker Tov from JMNN. Galitzal, Yerushalayim, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekore Akshav. Rav Chaim Drukman, Muvali Mnuchot Beshazo. Drukman, Zkan Rabbani Atsionut Adatit, Alach Emesh Leolamo, Begil Tishim. נשיא המדינה הרצוג ספד לו. עם ישראל איבד היום את אחד מגדולי רבני ישראל וגדול תלמידי רבי עקיבא בדורנו. אני עומד כאן היום בענווה לפני מיטתו של מי שכל כולו אהבה ואמונה. אהבת עם ישראל, אהבת ארץ ישראל, אהבת תורת ישראל יקדו בלבך. ומיד אחרי הנשיא ספד ראש הממשלה המיועד נתניהו. הוא השקיע את נשמתו בכל תלמיד, בכל חניך, בישיבה, בתנועת בני עקיבא, בפנימייה הצבאית, בהתיישבות. הייתה לו רגישות אנושית ועדינות נפשית יוצאות דופן. העדינות הזאת והרגישות הזאת דרו בכפיפה אחת עם הנכונות לצאת למאבק כשצריך. 
כתבנו שחר גליק מוסיף שלאחר ההספדים יצא מסע ההלוויה לבית העלמין במסעות יצחק. לקראת השבעת הממשלה, הוועדה המיוחדת אישרה את הצעת חוק סמכויות המשטרה לקריאה שנייה ושלישית. במקביל, השבעת הממשלה צפויה להתקיים ביום חמישי בצהריים. מדווח כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב. נתניהו מתכנן להשביע את הממשלה ביום חמישי בתום דיון שיתחיל בשעה 11, כך הודיע לחברי הקואליציה העתידית. עם זאת, ההשבעה עשויה להידחות לתחילת השבוע הבא. עם ההסכמים הקואליציוניים המלאים לא ייחתמו ויוגשו עד מחר בלילה, כשכזכור יש עוד בעיות עם יהדות התורה. בינתיים סיימה הוועדה בראשותו של אופיר כץ מהליכוד להכין את חוק בן גביר לקריאה השנייה ושלישית. כתב אישום הוגש נגד ארבעה תושבי באר שבע בשנות ה-20 לחייהם, לאחר שנעצרו עם סכינים, אלות וגז מדמיע ברכבם. כתבנו רמי שני מוסר שעל פי כתב האישום הם ניסו לתקוף אדם אחר באחת השכונות בעיר. נסיכות אומן פועלת להקשות על מגע של אזרחיה עם ישראלים. הבוקר דן הפרלמנט ההומני בהצעת חוק להרחבת העונש הקבוע בחוק הפלילי על מגע שכזה, וזאת בעקבות התרחבות האפשרויות שמעניקות הרשתות החברתיות. בתום הדיון הוחלט להעביר את ההצעה לייעוץ משפטי. פרשננו לעניינים ערביים ג'קי חוגי מוסיף שאומן מצויה זה עשרות שנים במגעים עם ישראל, רובן באופן חשאי. באמצע שנות התשעים ולמשך כמה שנים בלבד כוננה הנסיכות יחסים רשמיים עם ישראל ואף פתחה נציגות דיפלומטית בתל אביב. מזג האוויר לסיום, גשם לפרקים מלווה בסופות רעמים, צפוי עדיין לרדת ברוב אזורי הארץ, קיים חשש חמור משיטפונות והצפות במקומות המועדים. לקראת ערב הגשם יחלש ויתמעט בהדרגה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. that the headline of the um, news from Israel was the death of Rav Chaim Drukman. Uh, we heard about his passing yesterday. Rav Chaim Drukman laid to rest Monday in a funeral that took place in Merikaz Shapira near Ashkelon. This is the Jerusalem Post and its report. Rav Drukman died Sunday at the age of 90 after suffering from a number of medical issues, most recently COVID-19. Drukman was the head of the Oretzion Yeshiva and the head of Yeshivot and Ulpanot B'nai Akiva, the largest chain of Yeshiva high schools for boys and girls in the religious Zionist community in Israel. His daughter, Rebetzin Abruria Bienenfeld, said, My father was a giant in many aspects. Up to two weeks ago, he gave lessons, and I didn't feel like they were his last ones. We knew he was weakening. He had a heart attack when he was young, as well as other illnesses, but he lived like he was a young man. Thousands showed up to the funeral. President, President uh, Isaac Herzog, you heard him speaking in that newscast. Incoming Prime Minister Netanyahu, former Prime Minister Bennett, Defense Minister Gantz. And uh, yes, this is a, um, I mean, again, he was 90 years old. Uh, nonetheless, a, a blow to the religious Zionist community as um, one of the greatest of the religious Zionist rabbinic leaders <clears throat> and one of the greatest leaders of the religious Zionist movement has now passed away, Rav Chaim Drukman. And we note his passing with sadness, and uh, we look back at his life with tremendous reverence and incredible respect. Rav Chaim Drukman passed away at the age of 90 last night, laid to rest today at his funeral in Israel. JM and the AM, Monday morning broadcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. <clears throat> um, as we said, we're going to... Uh, have a travel day tomorrow with one of our 
Very dependable substitute hosts. Mayor Fertig on Wednesday. That's confirmed already. Um, Bezrat Hashem Thursday, Friday from Israel. Very much looking forward to wrapping up our year-end campaign from Yerushalayim. I think it's quite symbolic, to say the least, in light of everything that's gone on over the last few months. Um, if you haven't given yet and supported our campaign, please do so. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. You can utilize the opportunity to give in honor of somebody, in memory of somebody, whatever reason at all. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org, and we thank you. Uh, Dr. Alan Kadish is going to join us from Torah University. Judah Michelle is going to join us from uh, Camp Hask as we talk about um, as we talk about the big concert coming up on the eighth of January. The eighth of January. Please help us, Davin and. Uh, Ask Hashem for a refuah shlema for Ruchama Chana Etel Baschava. Ruchama Chana Etel Baschava. This is a very, very special individual who is a dear friend of ours and somebody who is the epitome of loving life and loving God and loving her family and loving her people. And I'm asking everybody in this audience to please write down this name and daven as hard as you can for Ruchama Chana Etel Bas Chava, Ruchama Chana Etel Bas Chava. And I thank you very, very much. More coming up. It's Monday, Zos Hanukkah, the final day of Hanukkah, and you're listening to JM in the AM.
Okay. 
JM and the AM, Daddy Come Home, pretty popular Hanukkah selection, or at least it's become that way, right? That's for sure. That is for sure. Uh, before that, you heard the um, uh, Pischali done by Yisrael Joskowitz, words from Hallel, Alanisim from Yeshiva Boys. JM and the AM, good morning, everybody. It's Zos Hanukkah, final day of Hanukkah. Special Torah reading today, of course. Alanisim still today at Shachris and at uh, Mincha. Um, Ms. Morshir. Full Hallel. It's all there. All there for you to enjoy and to uh, participate in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. We are asking everybody in our uh, audience to please keep in mind a dear friend who is in a challenging health situation. Please keep in mind, Ruchama Chana Etel Baschava. Ruchama Chana Etel Baschava. Ruchama Chana Etel Baschava. And your help, of course, is greatly appreciated. JM and the AM on a Zos Hanukkah morning. This is our uh, our friends at TABC. Our friends at TABC Studio 1600 have a song specially made for Hanukkah entitled Vikavu. Here it is at JM in the AM. Oh, one second. There we go. Here it is at JM in the AM.
JM and the AM, our friends at TABC, with uh, this song entitled The Kavu in honor of Hanukkah. So it's Hanukkah morning, Monday, JM and the AM. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Again, as we said earlier, please um, keep in mind somebody who is very dear to us and is in need of a Rafur Shlema. And I hope everybody will participate. It's uh, Ruchama Chana Etel Baschava. Ruchama Chana Etel Baschava. Ruchama Chana Etel Baschava. And your help, as we always say, of course, is greatly appreciated. JM and the AM, it's a Monday. My thanks to our friends at A&H, Abels and Hyman. I can only imagine, after all the uh, Hanukkah parties that have taken place, after all the delicious Shabbos Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh meals that were prepared, I can only imagine how many of them included great A&H, Abels and Hyman products. A big shout-out to Seth Levin and his amazing company who have provided yet another great holiday, this time Hanukkah, for the people in the, uh, out there in the community. Those of you who want to save, you could take 10% off with promo code RADIO when you go to kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net. Try the A&H hot dogs. Yeah, try them. You'll see just how incredible and amazing they are. You'll be very impressed, to say the least. <laughs> try those amazing and incredible hot dogs from A&H. Anyway, as we always say, try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And I hope you'll follow my advice. Dr. Alan Kadish is going to join us, president of Torah University. Rev. Judah Michelle is going to be on. That's right. There's a big cast concert coming up. I am honored that I'm back on stage for this one. I really am. I am honored, and, and it's quite a stage. It's NJ Pack in New Jersey. We discussed this with Ronnie and Larry last week. So a big thank you to our friends at Hask. And um, and we're getting ready for the big concert a week from Sunday. So he'll join us coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning right here at JMN. Matis tomorrow, please, God. I hope that works out. I'm just trying to get the technical stuff worked out. Matis tomorrow, Mayor Fertig on Wednesday. They'll both be reminding everybody about the uh, year-end campaign. Those of you who haven't yet given... Please be as generous as possible and support our efforts by going to fjbunity.org. Again, fjbunity.org. Uh, listener Dale says, Happy Zos Hanukkah. Miles, on the birth of your newest granddaughter. Please play Ms. Marshir from JEP. Thanks, David. All right, we'll try to get to that. We'll try to get to the JEP, Ms. Marshir. It's actually a good suggestion. Um, we'll see if we can get to that. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav, Zevnabil Sivalevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basrabil Sivalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. What is the difference between Chanak and Purim? Purim, there is an obligation of Mishnah Vesimcha. Chanukah doesn't have it. The Levush explains that Chanukah, there were decrees that were not for physical death. The decrees that were issued affected our spirituality, our ruchnius. Therefore, when Bechaste Hashem, the decrees were not successful, 
we praise Hashem, lehodos ulehalel, to give thanks and praise. On Purim, however, the Gezerah was, lashmid larogulabed, to wipe out physically the Jewish people. Because of this, chazawar koveya, that we praise Hashem through Simcha and Mishta, through Gashmias. Hagoyinu Yochanan Wasserman added an additional distinction. The difference is not only in the nature of the Gezeros, but also the way that we were saved was quite different. By the Gezerah of Haman, all the Jews gathered together. They fasted, they poured out their hearts in prayer. Why didn't they go out and fight against Haman, like the Chashmonaim? We cannot say that the reason they held back was because they knew that they wouldn't be able to overpower the enemy because they were Nevi'im. If they knew it was the will of Hashem that they should fight, they would certainly have been given themselves over to death. The Chashmonaim themselves were the few, stood up against the many. So why did they stand up in the battle? But in the times of Haman, the Jews did not. Rebbe Chonin says, even though we say, Ain od milvado there is nothing else other than Hashem. Nevertheless, when the Midas Adin, the divine attribute of strict justice, is given permission, it sometimes lets the Satan fight against Bnei Yisrael, as we find by the Akdom of the Ramchal to the Pischei Chachma, and also in the Rambam, the laws of Tshuva. According to this, there are two types of conduct or anhog in the world. The conduct of Hashem and sometimes, unfortunately, the conduct of Midas Adin, or strict justice. The Gezeros of Bnei Yisrael are also governed in one of two ways. We have to discern exactly which conduct, which anhaga, is the one that is currently in the world. If the Gezerah, the decree is on the body, like it was in the days of Haman, then it's a Maisa Hashem. The reason for the Gezerah is that Bnei Israel has to do tshuva. But when the Gezerah is on the Neshama, to take Klai Yisrael away from Yiddishkeit, it is then not a Maisa Hashem. It is the strict justice sometimes meted out by the Satan. In order to weaken that power, then it is necessary that a person has Mesiris Nefesh, selfless dedication, even to go and fight in war. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a Freilich and Chanukah.
Thank <laughs> you. 
J.M. in the A.M. Micha Gammerman with that medley. Monday morning, Zos Hanukkah. Speaking off the air for a moment to uh, Dr. Kadish, and uh, nice enough of him to uh, ask about our studio plans and how things are going. And as I've been mentioning uh, on the air, we are literally this close to finishing the Manhattan uh, uh, opening and uh, the Teaneck uh, move into a larger space is uh, is underway, and uh, please God, the temporary situation in Jerusalem will become a permanent situation in Jerusalem. And I said to Dr. Kadish, this is news that you could appreciate because uh, the aftermath of this terrible fire is that we've had an opportunity to physically become, we've always been a global entity since the internet era, but now to physically, please God, be a global entity, which is an amazing and incredible feeling. Monday morning, JM and the AM. Thanks so much for joining us. Our year-end campaign is on. It'll end Friday literally in Jerusalem since we fly later today to Israel. Uh, if you haven't given yet, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And I thank those who keep us going each and every year with the amazing programming. And thank God, noble work we're able to do here at JM and and the Nahum Siegel Network. Many of you are aware of the fact that very recently, just a couple of weeks back, Tura University celebrated its 50th anniversary. And yes, I said Tura University because that's now how it's known because it is an official university. And Dr. Alan Kadish has the honor of presiding over Tura University. We get to discuss what that celebration was like and what the plans are for the future. Dr. Kadish, a pleasure to say happy Hanukkah and welcome you back to JM and the AM. Thank you so much. Happy Hanukkah. And congratulations on the distinction. We've said this to you before on the air that now you're a university, but now that you've actually had this celebration, commemoration, all the honorees who were, uh, who were recognized at this big 50th anniversary celebration, I'm sure it feels even more real to you. Am I right? Well, it feels very real. And uh, as uh, although we're an educational institution, we want to make sure people know about us. So we've also uh, 
got a new logo, uh, which we unveiled at the dinner. Nice. Uh, it's a, a shield and a near tummid kind of pushed together. Right. Which we thought was appropriate. 100%. So we're excited about uh, the academic piece of it and about getting a chance to tell people about what we're doing as a university. So the look is on to the next stage. The university's on to the next stage. We spoke about the present, the even greater presence in Manhattan at the crossroads of the world, and that's on to the next stage. And I would assume you were sitting at this dinner not just relishing in the incredible accomplishments of the past and what's happening now in the present, but all these thoughts about what the future looks like we were probably we were probably considering as you were at that event. So, look, it was a busy event, and we were considering a lot of things. Uh First of all, uh, we were thrilled uh, at the people who came out to support Dura University. We had over a thousand people at the dinner. Uh, Gray Henrys, uh, a fantastic uh, guest speaker, uh, Albert Brula, uh, a Greek Jew whose parents miraculously survived the Holocaust, who has been the CEO of Pfizer, uh, and he spoke about some of the things that he thought were similar about his organization and Turo and the way we approach problems and the way we solve problems. Uh, so uh, it, it was a great night. Uh, and you're absolutely right. We did talk about the first 50 years of Turo and uh, what we accomplished and also uh, thought about and talked about what we hope to accomplish in the future. And, uh, the country is in the midst of a good deal of turmoil. There are a lot of changes going on in the United States. And, of course, there's a lot of turmoil around the world as well. And our goal uh, is the same as it's always been, which is to create a space of academic excellence where students, Jewish or otherwise, can feel comfortable and open and free from discrimination of any kind and pursue their education and develop not just academic skills, but personal skills, which will lead them to success in the future in their lives. Uh, and we think uh, that we have a unique space to do that that's different from other places. And we think uh, as the world becomes more complicated, as anti-Semitism unfortunately continues to be a problem, that the work we do to create that space where students can come, uh, celebrate who they are, and prepare for the future uh, is increasingly important. So we've rededicated ourselves after 50 years to making sure that we have academic excellence for students, particularly Jewish students, who want to achieve that excellence in an environment that's kosher, Shabbos-friendly, and free from harassment. Dr. Alan Kadish. There are a lot of places where you can do that. I, I, I have to reiterate this point. Dr. Alan Kadish is with us, president of Turo University, because you and I have spoken about the benefits of the Turo campuses and programs that people are, quote-unquote, spiritually safe. I don't want to give the impression that you know they're always being bombarded, God forbid, by other forces. But you know what I mean, You know, being in the right environment, the right atmosphere. But the point you're making now about students being physically safe, again, I'm not you know, even suggesting that campus life around the country means that, God 
God forbid, Jews are going to be assaulted, but you know what I mean, where someone feels physically, you know, okay and and safe, and they don't have to be confronted on issues regarding uh, anti-Semitism, whether it be an Israel issue, etc. And that's something that really is to be considered. When you say it's a different world now, that's the reality. The reality is that college campuses do not always feel safe anymore. I'm not even talking about the spiritual angle. So that is yet another benefit of your campuses for the students out there, and that's something that parents and students need to keep in mind as they go forward to make these decisions about their future. So you're sitting there, I mean, not literally sitting at the dinner, but now sitting at this period of time and, and saying to yourself, now more than ever, your campus life is critical for Jewish students here in the United States. Uh, you put it very succinctly, and uh, we want to create this alternative for students. And look, we think it should be for everybody. We know it's not going to be. But for those students who uh, are interested in that kind of education and that kind of environment, uh, we're trying to make it as good as we can, and we think we've done uh, a great job, but there's always more work to do to make it even better. Oh, no question about it. You know, you, you said something earlier, and, and you and I, you know, spoke off the air for a minute about the uh, the global entity topic, and I said you're somebody who would really appreciate it. Obviously, Turo has become global and 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 this may even predate you because we know that dr lander spent so much effort doing this what is the secret or what was his secret going from local to global what was the what would you say was a big tipping point or turning point where this was no local no longer a local effort for a large jewish community of the new york area and really became something that he envisioned to be you know anywhere on the globe if he wanted to his vision was to serve Jewish communities throughout the world. Um, and because of the complexities of doing business overseas, because of the complexities of international rules, uh, there are some places where that's worked well and some places where it's been more of a challenge. Right. Uh, but the vision was to serve Jewish communities throughout the world, believing that those communities needed support and needed the same thing that uh, we described for students in the New York area. Uh, and uh, we have three international campuses now. Uh, the one in Yerushalayim in Jerusalem is doing extremely well. The one in Berlin we think serves a unique niche. Um, there was a recent article, there have actually been several recent articles, one in the Atlantic and one in other places, looking at how Germany has responded post-Holocaust. And to be honest, we felt very welcome in Berlin. Wow. Uh, and then uh, we have a campus that's uh, 30 years old in Moscow, which obviously is undergoing a lot of reorganization right now. Uh, we're not taking any new students, and we've been impacted by the global situation in, in, in Russia. Right. And so uh, that highlights both the contribution we can make, but also the complexity of running a university overseas. And uh, we're committed to being there when it can make a difference and doing the best we can in uh, challenging times. And when, and when one has a campus, or in your case, you know, an expansion of a campus 
in New York City, literally in the center of the world. I know for us, you know, for us in our community, Jerusalem is the center of the world, but I think you should certainly say for the general community, Times Square is the center of the world. That's that's not just a practical uh, element. It's also a, a pretty sim- important symbolic element, right? Again, if we're going to say global, you're, you're literally at the capital of, of the global effort. We're, we're very excited about the new campus. Uh, it's in a location that's easily accessible, uh, that uh, gives students uh, a chance to take advantage of uh, the institutions of New York City. Uh, you pointed out the center of the world. But, right. uh, Crossroads of the world, are, whatever they call it. <laughs> they're, they're, everything is kind of there. Right. And so uh, we think it's going to dramatically enhance the student experience. Uh, both getting there and uh, we're also combining three or four different campuses in one location, which we think will increase academic collaboration, increase student interaction, and uh, enhance the student experience, which is, of course, what it's all about. Did you have anybody at the dinner that was in the first Turo graduating class? We certainly did. Uh, One of the things we highlighted in our 50th anniversary book uh, was a success of uh, some of our graduates as uh, judges, as members of Congress, as scientists, as community workers who've enhanced the life of people in the community. So uh, we, we're very proud. We have uh, well over 100,000 graduates of Turo, and uh, a lot of them have uh, become leaders in a variety of fields. Uh, New York State Legislature over the past several years has had several Turo graduates. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, we have some members of Congress as well. Right. So we're, we're very proud of what our graduates have accomplished, and we see as uh, new graduates come out that they've been incredibly successful, and uh, look, that's what it's all about, yeah. uh, seeing our students succeed uh, professionally, but also personally, which we take extremely seriously and uh, try to make sure that uh, we give them the tools to... Uh, succeed on a personal level, and in particular Jewish students, get married, raise a family, uh, and uh, make contributions to society as a whole. And make the Jewish community proud, uh, which is such an important element. And a lot of your uh, graduates are doing just that in whatever field they're in. And I've mentioned to you in the past how important your nursing program was to our family. And this is not to, I mean, there are a million great nursing programs, and I'm sure you'd agree with that. Uh, This just happened to be the perfect fit. For a young, uh, you know, a young woman who was, you know, who was looking for the perfect fit to be in a community environment at the same time being in a great nursing environment, as you just pointed out, be in a personal care environment where you have professors and mentors who really take an interest in in succeeding and having the students succeed, and that you know we benefited from that. And of course, I'll never stop thanking Turo for that. No, I appreciate that, and we're very proud. But but I think more importantly, we think that uh, creating the next generation of Jewish leaders. Yeah. And it is even more important now than it's been in the past. And that's what we're trying to do. And everyone seems to have their eye on that prize. And uh, we are in, I mean, it's funny how you, uh, how you described earlier how different things are. And, and you're not talking about today and 20 years ago. You're talking about today and a year ago or today and two years ago, how different things are. We do need effective leadership. And I really hope uh, that through the amazing work that you and your uh, uh, incredible faculty administration are doing that we're going to have the leadership that we need going forward because boy can we use it and that really goes on a global level here Israel and around the world Dr. Alan Kadish is with us Tour University just celebrated its 50th anniversary 
Uh, you know, it's sort of an unfair question for you because I don't know if there's an answer to this because I think you've covered every area. <laughs> but in addition to all the programs that you have, you know, pursued and effectively implemented over the years, uh, is there anything down the pike? Is there any area of education that Turo would like to pursue starting its 51st year that they haven't done yet? Well, we have a few new things in our 51st year. Um, we have not had a doctorate in psychology, a PsyD program, and that uh, began uh, at Turo uh, three months ago. Nice. Um, we're also looking forward to welcoming the New York College of Podiatric Medicine as part of the Turo system. Wow. Uh, podiatry is a niche specialty, but an important one uh, where podiatrists can focus on, you know, walking is pretty important. And uh, there are a group of people who really need podiatrists' help to be able to walk and to have uh, feet that are healthy. And so we're looking forward to welcoming the podiatry school into Turo. Uh, we just incorporated a new research institute that's actually based in Albuquerque. But post-COVID, um, you know, we, we've learned how to work remotely. And that's a huge research institute with 400,000 square feet of laboratory space. And we've already begun extensive collaboration between Turo, New York Medical College, which is our MD school, and the Lovelace Institute based in Albuquerque. So uh, we have a lot of plans for the future, but a lot of that future is happening in our 51st year already. Uh, and uh, we have some new campuses opening, new programs uh, throughout the country, uh, a PA program in Chicago at our Chicago campus. Uh, that's part of uh, the Hebrew Three Logic College, Skokie Yeshiva. Uh, that's opening in January. So there's a lot going on already. Uh, plans for the future. Uh, we've got a lot, but we have to sort those out. And uh, so I'm, we're focusing right now on the 51st year, and we'll get to the 52nd year uh, <laughs> maybe next month. Already sounds pretty amazing, frankly. Turo with 35 schools, 246 programs. 34 degrees, 26 locations. A great website. Go to Turo.edu for information about all of this. Students, parents, you'll check it all out by going to the website, Turo, T-O-U-R-O.edu. The new logo is right there on the uh, homepage. You can see exactly what Dr. Cater was referring to in terms of the visual and everything about admissions, the programs, all the different news, and the 50th anniversary section is all there on the website for you to enjoy as Turo continues to move forward and do so to the benefit of so many students in our community who want to be in a proper environment, both spiritually and educationally. Dr. Alan Kadish, a big mazel tov on the 50 years. I look forward to speaking to you, please God, on the 100th anniversary. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. That, that may take Moshiach, given how old I am, but we'll, uh, we'll get there. Hey, you didn't even bring up how old I am, but I appreciate that. Thank you so much, mazel tov, and thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks again. Take care. Dr. Alan Kadish, president of Turo University. More coming up. It is Zos Hanukkah. Today is the final day of Hanukkah 5783, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSingle.com, on the AlchemSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And, again, if you'd like to participate in our year-end campaign, and I hope you would like to, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org org and support JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network.
sacrifice and dedication saved us from assimilation. We went to war with a stronger nation, and we saw heavenly salvation. The lesson of the flame has always been the same. Truth never dies, it's always inside you.
JM and the AM, Zos Hanukkah. We are getting to the very... By the way, if we think we're getting to the very end of Hanukkah, our next guest is really getting to the very end of Hanukkah because he's seven hours ahead. And we will speak to Reb Judah in just a moment because there's a major event. You may have heard of uh, this event for the last, uh, oh, I don't know, 35 years or so. We'll talk about it in a moment here at JM and the AM. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to remind everybody as we keep talking about campaigns and support that our friends at Yad Ezra Vashula Meet continue to collect money between now and the end of the year uh, for the uh, the programs in Yerushalayim and other parts of Israel that help support impoverished families and specifically their children in Israel. Go to yadezra.net slash Siegel, yadezra, E-Z-R-A, dot net slash Siegel. Again, yadezra.net slash Siegel, S-E-G-A-L, and um, and give what you can. And, and one of the reasons we're encouraging you to give as much right now is because everything you give is do- is uh, doubled. Everything's doubled. So $100 is $200, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Yad Ezra, E-Z-R-A, dot net slash Siegel for a year-end contribution. In this case, that will be doubled. JM and AM Monday on Zos Hanukkah. Reb Judah Michelle is, of course, the executive director of Camp Hask. Uh, we were with him, uh, well, in addition to him being at our event with his uh, wonderful wife, uh, you know, for us in Yerushalayim just a couple of weeks ago. We were with him, obviously, in Camp Hask when we did the live show in the middle of the summer. Had an amazing time up there. It's always incredible, and it's always miraculous during this holiday of miracles, I'll say that. Uh, but this time around, it was just something extra special, and it was great to get back up there, especially after the pandemic. It's also, for me, a tremendous honor, a tremendous covoed that I've been asked to again preside over the um, over the program on the night of the 8th of January at NJ Pack, a place I've never played before, and a place that's a real stage and really beautiful, and that's where Hask is going to be uh, conducting a Time for Music 36 this time around on the 8th of January. Reb Judah Michelle, uh, Chag Urim Sameach, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Freilich Mechanica, to you and to everyone. You only have an hour or two left for the big holiday. I mean, only. It's a, <laughs> you can make a lot out of a little. That's what we learned in this holiday, no? And I was thinking... I was A th- little bit lasted eight days, so then, you know, a couple hours could last uh, all winter. I was thinking about you yesterday because on the way back from shul yesterday morning, I was telling my son how Rup Shloyma used to say that you could say uh, Gemar Tov all the way until Hanukkah. So <laughs> I was thinking of all those who... Yeah, this is it. All those who appreciate the beauty, yeah. the beauty of Hasidic life and Hasidic input. Certainly, if there's a couple hours left in a holiday, there's plenty of time left for the holiday, right? And 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 bureaucracy in the upper world. You know, the time by the time the gazar didn't get done, you know, I feel like I feel like they slup it out a little bit to give us more chance to do more mitzvahs and uh, and get some more light in there before uh, the final judgment comes down. Which will be sweet for everybody. Well, honestly, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, and Bezrat Hashem, it will be sweet. Please God for everybody. Well, I mean, uh, you remember what it's like. You remember what it's like when it's not, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with what's happening in this area weather-wise, when it's not 10 degrees and there's not a lot of snow on the ground. You know what it's like up in Parksville, New York at Camp Hask. We had the opportunity to be together, as I said, uh, during one of the shows uh, that we did uh, this past summer. And now everybody out there gets to support the efforts of the incredible staff and volunteers at Hask. 
uh, by supporting an amazing Jewish music event. Let's start with what happens up there every single summer of Judah. I said during this week of miracles, during this holiday of miracles, I used the word miraculous to describe what this summer is like. Before we talk about the January event, remind everybody what you see and experience every single summer. Thank you. So, uh, I mean, anybody, who, you have to see it to believe it. It's, it's, it's two months that provides literally 15% of the year uh, for 350 families, uh, a, a summer of, of respite, of service for individuals with specialized needs, developmental disabilities, with physical handicaps, provides a real opportunity for the family to have a break for the individuals who are in our service and our care, for the campers to have just a, an unparalleled experience of, of meaningful fun, of academics, of medical care instead of therapeutic care. Therapeutic care. But what, 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 what's, really, what's really important to recognize is that for the vast majority of our campers and their families, there just there's no other place for them to be. Uh, after school is over and after the year-round programs, you know, that, that are based on the academic calendar come to an end. Um, there's, there's, there's eight Shab- Shabbosos in, in Camp Ask and Parksville that provides a level playing field and an opportunity for, for men and women, for, uh, for children and for adults with special needs to have uh, a place to be. And, 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 and I just have to interrupt you for one second, Rib Judah. I have to interrupt you for one second because it's interesting how you spoke about 15%, and some people would say this about summer camp in general. For a lot of these young men and women that you're describing, a lot of the clients of Hask, so to speak, and families who are benefiting, this summer is way more than 15% of the calendar. They are gaining to a tremendous amount. Yes, where, I mean, some people would say the two months of the summer are more important than the rest of the year. So it's, you're describing it beautifully. Yeah, I mean, we, we hear that. We hear that from parents. We hear that from parents and from families every single year. Yep. At not just, the, not just the, the, the milestones and the progress and the growth and the development that takes place um, personally and intellectually and in terms of the relationships, but the, the, the sense that, that there is, uh, an entire summer, two months that are designed and, and created around the specific needs of every individual where they're loved and they're, they're the center of attention and the stars of the show really makes all the difference uh, for them and for their families and for the hundreds of staff members, the professionals and volunteers who are involved with direct care and the therapy. It's uh, it's life changing because there's, I mean, we keep using this word miraculous, and, and it, it really is something that's really something in the algorithm of the way the Rebbeinu made the world. That when you, when there's giving in such a in such a real way, and there's togetherness, and there's achdos, and there's this this sense of 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 you know of Avas Israel that's manifest in such a profound and real way, then miracles really do happen, and the growth and the and the change that you see in everyone, in the campers and in the staff, uh, and then and then in the families and in the communities, is something which is just profound. And that's that's really what's unique about Camp Ask. Is that, like you said, even though it, it is 15%, it's like that little bit of oil that lasts, that lasts <laughs> and goes and goes and goes. Those those few weeks of the year that 
that that small percentage really is something which uh, impacts lifetimes, and uh, and and that's something that uh, that we're very proud. Now, Reb Judah, you know, and you've been involved with Hask obviously a long time, not not only in the position as executive director. You know, Rev. Judah, that organizations, in this case, a Hask summer program, have peaks and valleys. Um, and, and, and that's usually what happens. But it seems that the traje- traje- trajectory for Hask since its founding has been only up, thank God, Leon Hura. And now I think you would say, after experiencing last summer, it's really at the top of its game and the best it's ever been. Uh, I don't know if there's an explanation for this. I don't know if there are administration and staff members who deserve credit for this. But it's pretty remarkable that we sit here in almost 2023, ready to talk about the 36th consecutive concert, and things have only, Baruch Hashem, gone up and up. How do you explain? Uh, so it's, a, it's true. Everything is cyclical in life. Uh, you know, Vayera, Vayvoker, the way Hashem creates the world, the heartbeat, it's up and down. Every person and every... I mean, the story of Kal Yisrael, you know, Golas and Gula, darkness and light. And there is, but, but there is something consistent. There is a, a Malin Bakodesh narrative of, of improvement and, and slowly but surely the world getting better and, and, um, and, and growth. When there's something real that's taking place and, and that, that, that direct care, people taking care of one another, there's something true, there's something real, so then, then it's lasting. But the last few years, I mean, under under Shmuel Khan's leadership, he's a longtime camp director, and obviously that that the family that has made such an impact in Kali Yisrael, the, the the Khan family over the last half century, um, under his under his leadership, and and I and I you know say this under real real achrayis that um, that our board of directors in the last decade has continued to to display, and and so many so many. So many lay leaders and partners who've really stepped up. Things have things have have only continued to grow and develop. Our our our, our impact and uh, I'd say the the scope of care has changed. Um, I think it's a, a lot of it has to do with uh, with need. Um, the, the more and and, the more and, and response and response to that need, right? And response to that need. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Meaning like, like the, the more that, that right. there's so many worthy and wonderful Jewish organizations that are addressing inclusion needs in Kali Yisrael. So many that, that, that are involved, that you're involved with and that we, we've all seen firsthand that are, that are so doing such important and meaningful work. Um, and yet, oh, and yet it's consistently the consistent need for intensive care that, uh, that has provides and for the respite that has provides is just a, a calling that so many good, responsible, caring Jews, uh, and members of our board, and our staff members, and professionals, and volunteers, and everyone who contributes, and in so many different modalities to Camp Ask, it's just, it's extraordinary, and it's an inspiring, and I think it's a credit to the Jewish community, yep. and um, you know that, and it's something that's a real kiddush Hashem. So that we're growing, and that our our services are improving, and that. The scope of services are changing and continuing to improve. I think it's a, it's direct, it's a direct result of the, the need, the family's need, and the campers need. Um, and, it's a, and it's a real credit to, to Kalei Yisrael, who consistently are answering those needs. No question about it. Rebjuda Michelle is with us. Some of the people that deserve that credit uh, are those who literally are sponsoring the concert on the 8th of January. 
Uh, partners include J Drugs. We had a chance to speak to Ronnie and Larry last week about their involvement. Uh, thank you, Hashem, AmeriCare, Meridian Capital Group, the MB Glassman Foundation at the platinum level, P&G, Atlantic, Bisadno, and the Burger Organization at the gold level, Outer Stuff, Debel Foods, Encore Support Services, and there are about 30 others at other levels that have uh, joined in to participate. So there is a tremendous response, not just from ticket buyers and lay leaders in our community, but certainly uh, the organizations and the outfits and the companies that out there have um, have been there as sponsors. But that list continues to grow and grow proudly, and they're all going to be proud participants on the 8th of January. All right, Rib Judah, uh, so now let's, let's get to the specific night. Uh, first of all, I'm assuming you have an update about whether there are any tickets available uh at this point do you have any idea if there are any tickets available at this point anymore there are there are Baruch Hashem, we are about 90 percent sold out wow. at this point which is which is i mean thank god every time for music show has sold out uh in history Baruch Hashem. And, and this year we're actually i mean if we're ahead of schedule we still have uh we have we have Couple two of weeks, weeks till the concert right and yeah, and we're we're literally ninety percent sold out. Um, people recognize that this is going to be uh, an unparalleled night of of uplifting, meaningful Jewish entertainment, world class music. Um, I mean, the, the location this year. Yeah, thank boy. God we're we're back. We're back. We're back to a theater. Um, after COVID, for the first time that we're able to now, Baruch Hashem, the no, proper no, theater. Nobody can uh, complain about this venue, I'll tell you that much. It's amazing. It really <laughs> is amazing. It's NJ Pack, folks. It's NJ Pack, New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark, New Jersey. And just look at the visual online. It's pretty remarkable how beautiful a theater it is. By the way, Rib Judah, am I right that, that no information has been disclosed regarding the artist for that night, or have I missed something? No, this year, this year we're continuing uh, the, the the newer tradition of uh, of not releasing uh, the names of the performers and keeping the main thing the main thing. Yeah. But uh, what everyone has come to know and appreciate is that, uh, besides the magnificent venue and besides for the uh, for the uh, for the reception that'll be next door at the uh, at the Robert Street, um, and besides for just the, the the incredible stage and the production. And the technology, uh, I mean, people understand that in terms of the singers, the performers, the arrangements, the duets, the the level of orchestra, uh, this is going to be something which you do not want to miss. Um, performers from literally all over the world, um, a number of whom are some returning classics and greats, and quite a few making their 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 uh, time for music debut on the big stage uh it's going to be something really awesome it's going to be a really unbelievable night in session and i guess the easiest way uh, to get information about all of this is to go to hask36.com literally h-a-s-c hask36 the number three and then the number six.com. Everybody out there, ladies and gentlemen, a time for music 36 is on the calendar. It is 90% sold out. You know the cause. If you tune into this program on a regular basis, there's no doubt you know the cause. If you're new to this and are not sure whether Hask provides an amazing night every time they hit the stage in January, the answer is yes. That I can guarantee. And as I said, I'm honored that I'm back 
as presi- as the one who will be presiding over the program that night. So I can't wait to s- announce these acts and to get everybody riled up on stage and certainly in the audience for a great night of Jewish music, spirit, and inspiration. It's all happening uh, courtesy of a place and to support a place that's all about uh, spirituality, inspiration, and excitement. That's, of course, Camp Hask, which normally when we're up there is uh, beautiful sunshine. It is a, by the way, speaking of miracles, every time we do a show up there and every time you guys do an experience day, the weather's amazing. I know you're going to yell at me for giving it Ayan Hara for this coming year, but Jude, it is pretty remarkable how the best, <laughs> the best looking day of the summer is always that day, which is really funny when you think about yeah. it. But all right, we can talk about that another time. There's a great Seattle the Shemaya, and, and I know that that same Seattle the Shemaya, God willing, is going to be at uh, NJ Pack on January 8th. Uh, our concert chairman this year, Ooh, yeah. um, Miles Berger. Nice. Miles Berger, who I know that you that you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is, this, and, and is also, uh, you know, co-hosting uh, the reception at uh, the hotel next door right. uh, before the concert. Really, I mean, really I could say uh, that a time for music this year is going to be uh, an instant classic. Uh, some of the, some of the more, traditional and classic um, elements of a time for music that the world has come to know and love and expect uh, are going to be front and center with some real cutting edge, new stuff, new technology, a brand new song that's going to be debuted um, by all the performers that's going to reflect the theme of the night, which is really coming together uh, on behalf of Camp Ask, And that's something that we are very excited about. And uh, I think there's going to be a real Chadesh Yemenu Kekedem. Newness, creativity, and expansiveness with uh, a lot of the old and traditional classic elements of the concert that, uh, that people know and love. Uh, and we're really excited to welcome everybody. It's going to be a, a phenomenal night of Kiddush Hashem, of Abbas Israel, and of unbelievable music. That sums it up. That sums it up. And a big yeshikach to Miles Berger. Hask is in good hands of his concert chairman in the Robert Treat Hotel hosting the event, uh, the reception uh, before the event for the sponsors, etc. It's an amazing venue. Everybody out there, get ready. NJ Pack, you've heard a lot about it. I don't think we've ever had a Jewish music event there. I may be wrong about that. I think the CMA Shas may have been part of it at one time. I don't remember, but it doesn't matter. The point is that NJ Pack is where Hask 36 is going to be taking place on the night of January the 8th. Go to hask36.com literally h-a-s-c-3-6.com hask36.com get all the information about the event get your donations and reservations in and get ready to enjoy a time for music number 36 we have judah michelle big yeshikach to you looking forward to the event what i'm so what better way to end hanukkah what better way to end hanukkah those hanukkah of the day which is which is an ace rotom the sugo for tzedakah uh, you get those end of year, uh, that, that end of year uh, tax deduction. You get that Zos Hanukkah open gate, and, uh, and an unbelievable gift uh, to give your loved ones. Oh, I was just going to gonna... spend a meaningful and uplifting night out, baby. That's it. I was wondering if you were to go there. I was wondering if you were to go there, Judah, because you were doing the whole spiritual angle. I just wanted to say, there's no greater Hanukkah gift out there. It's as simple as that. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, there's nothing more spiritual than that. <laughs> Reb Judah, as you know, we're, tra- we're traveling today. Hopefully you and I can continue this conversation in the holy city of Jerusalem this week. Bezrat Hashem.
Looking forward. Looking forward. Let's all share. Let's all share some good health, everyone. I mean, yeah, And I'm not kidding, folks. I'm hoping that Reb Judah will be able to join us at one of the live shows that we're doing this week in Jerusalem. And obviously, we'll continue the conversation about the big Jewish music event of Hask 36. He's executive director of Camp Hask, Reb Judah Michelle. I thank him uh, for joining us on a very special Zos Hanukkah morning here at JMNAM. Go to hask36.com. Again, go to hask, H A S C 36.com. You are listening to JM in the AM.
Nisim l'chol ha-boy t'chim boy 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 
with uh, Ari Goldwag and Hanukkah Light here on a uh, Monday morning Zos Hanukkah. Well, thanks everybody for making it such a nice and wonderful Hanukkah. It's uh, much appreciated. A lot of great comments on the app. A lot of uh, wonderful requests. A lot of good suggestions. Thank you. 
Much appreciated. And uh, Matis is going to be hosting tomorrow Mayor Fertig on Wednesday. I remind you that our year-end campaign is really going to rev up this week. It's actually going to end where it started, Thursday and Friday in the holy city of Jerusalem. So I hope you'll have an opportunity not just to tune in, but an opportunity to uh, spread the word about our campaign and ask those who you know, friends and relatives, to support our efforts. It's uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and I thank you very, very much for all your uh, support, to say the least. We're going to try to try our hardest to just keep on going with this incredible and amazing meeting place that we've established over the last four decades for the Jewish community now around the world. Never thought I'd say that. fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. We'll close things out with one of my favorite Hanukkah selections and wish everybody a happy Zos Hanukkah tomorrow. Matis right here at JM in the AM. Oh, and I should mention that a new edition of Meir Milim, a new edition of Meir Milim with the great Rabbi Benji Kramer is coming up. Uh, that'll happen right after JMNAM at 9 o'clock this morning. Meir Milim with Rabbi Benji Kramer. Uh, let's see. Give me a second and I'll find out exactly what word he will be discussing. Just a couple of minutes from now, Livy Vote and Sufgani Oats. It's the Mayor Milim segment origin of many Hanukkah words. Rabbi Benji Kramer coming up um, here on JM in the AM, or I should say right after JM in the AM with Mayor Milim. Make sure to be tuned in. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Zos Hanukkah Monday morning here at JMM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty more tomorrow. Matis tomorrow. Mayor Fertig on Wednesday. I speak to you from Jerusalem Thursday and Friday. A wonderful end-of-year week and a great end-of-year campaign wrapping up this week. Make sure to support our efforts. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and thank you so much for all your support. Have a wonderful Monday and happy Hanukkah. Hope you still get those uh, Livy vote and Sufganiot in, maybe a dreidel game as well. And uh, we will speak to you uh, next time 
later on this week, please God. Have a fabulous Monday. Till next time, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.